If you're an entrepreneur, you know what it means to take personal and financial risks, create jobs that support your community, and devote most of your time to your business. But do you know how to plan for a successful exit from your business? Do you know who should be involved in creating your succession or transition plan and the steps along the way? Welcome to Finish Big, the podcast with Mark Dorman from Legacy Business Advisors. The podcast theme is inspired by critically acclaimed business author, Bo Burlingham, author of Finish Big, how great entrepreneurs exit their companies on top. In this podcast, you'll hear success stories of exit plans done right and pick up practical tips based on years of legacy business advisors' expertise and knowledge about the largest and most important financial transaction of your life. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Finish Big, the podcast with your host, Mark Dorman. And part two, we're bringing them back again. Mark, we have once again the very special guest that you were speaking to last time. Absolutely, Wendy. Uh, so glad to welcome back for the second of uh, two podcasts with yours truly, none other than Bo Burlingham, acclaimed business author and friend of the show. And uh, Bo, Good afternoon. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you, Mark. Excellent. Excellent. So, Bo, when we were last together, uh, we spoke about quite a bit about your background, your background with Inc., the elements uh, of conversations with Jack Stack, uh, small giants, etc. Uh, and today, as we promised uh, our visitors, we wanted to talk about Finish Big and the origin of Finish Big. So when we last left, uh, left off, rather, you had shared with us uh, the story of the sale of the business uh, that you profiled through Inc. Magazine, and you noticed how quite how popular that series was. And then just before we finished and wrapped up our last episode, you said you went to your publisher and said, hey, I have this idea for this book called Finish Big. So take us from there as to as to how things evolved uh, on that timeline, if you would. I'd be happy to, Mark. When I went to the publisher, I was actually suggesting that we turn the series that we'd done in Inc. Magazine into a book and called The Offer. And the publisher wasn't particularly interested in that, but the publisher my publisher, a wonderful publisher named Adrian Zackheim, said, why don't you do something on just the whole exit process? And I thought, oh, okay, hmm. that sounds like a good idea. And so we agreed on that. And uh, the first thing I realized once we'd agreed on it was that I didn't know very much about it. That, in fact, we never wrote about exits in Inc. Magazine. We were always writing about starting and growing companies. The only time we'd ever written about an exit was in this series with Norm, Norm Brodsky. Yes, yes. And, and, I, and I think if, if I'm correct, that had quite the uh, cult-like following through Inc. But as you said, Inc. has always been start your business, grow your business. But as I alluded to in our last episode, now you've got this aging out of all those readers uh, re reading this series with you and Norm, and they've all arrived at this destination called soon to be retired thinking, what do I do now? Right. Correct. And, uh, 
So the first thing I had to do was educate myself. And I figured that the only way I knew how to do that was to go and talk to people who had actually gone through this process or were in the process of going through it. And even some who were thinking about going through it. So that's essentially what I did. And mm -hmm. I, I began interviewing and I interviewed dozens and dozens of uh, business owners um, who had either left their business or were in the process of leaving their business. And the thing that shocked me was that was how many of them were in fact unhappy. Mm -hmm. In other words, that they had they had left their business, and even if they got a lot of money when they left the business, they, they were like they were felt disoriented. It was like there was something that was going on with them where they they really it, it's not like they they felt oh wow this is a great thing he, look and see what I've done. It was, oh, no, what do I do now? What have it, I done? Yeah, what have I done? Yeah, right, right. And I, I remember uh, the first time I picked up uh, Finish Big, and then I actually met uh, the gentleman you profiled in, I believe it was Chapter 2, Bruce Leach. Yeah. And there was a, a statement that was made uh, by you, if I'm not my business, then who am I? Right. 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 Uh, and all of a sudden his his Rolodex kind of dried up and his contacts and uh, contacts rather and the thought of no one needed him and he wasn't the quote unquote the man anymore. Can you did you did you gather that that was a common a common thread throughout many of the exiting owners? It was indeed, Mark. You know, when I actually sort of analyzed it, it it's not that surprising. I mean, you know, here you've spent. 20 or 30 years or however long it was building a business. And there were people who you'd worked with and uh, customers who you'd served and suppliers who've helped you. And suddenly they're all gone. So suddenly, you know, when you, when you, uh, you know, after the, after the sale, you know, you lose the whole group of people who you're, you've been basically seeing every day for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you, you also, there's something else. There are things that we all get out of business that we're not really aware of until we don't have them anymore. Yeah. yeah. And w one of them is, well, I would say the most important one is a sense of identity in that people ask you who you are. And you say, well, I've got this company and so forth. Yeah. And afterwards, people ask you who you are, and you're not really sure what to say. Yeah, you're, it, you're, I used to own this or I was that, right? So you're, you're kind of your nameplate, uh, your professional idiom, if you will, is kind of gone. But so one of the things that I wanted to explore uh, amongst others, but, you know, we when I'm in my exit planning practice, I really think this uh, sense of purpose and identity is really, at least that this has been my experience and, and don't mean to be the least bit sexist, but I find that men carry their kind of suit of armor in their profession, in their career, in their business life a bit more than women do. Would you agree with that or disagree? I totally agree with it. And frankly, when I think about it, I mean, women 
<laughs> I I have been married for what is it now? Fifty three years. Well, and congratulations. Thank you. And so I realize that my wife, the center of her life, she is now a professional grandmother. Oh yeah, yeah. And before she was a professional mother. Mm-hmm. And and there's no question that the center of her life were her children and now her grandchildren. Mm. Um, and, you know, that's really what, what gives her her identity. Yeah, her sense of purpose. I mean, I, my, my wife, uh, Tanya, we've been married 34 years and uh, couldn't echo those comments uh, anymore. I mean, it's it's all kids and she can't wait for uh, our oldest son just got married, can't wait for grandchildren. But I really have seen this where it's almost, you know, uh, really hats off to our female listeners out there because more organized, easier to emotionally detach from uh, a business career because they know that's not who they, it's not their identity, but, and certainly it is for many of our, our, our male listeners for sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I, I wonder, I don't even think that that question that you mentioned, uh, which is actually the title of one of the chapters if I'm not my business, who am I? That's not a question that I think women would be likely to ask. No, I would completely concur with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I remember uh, sitting with you and Bruce at the Chicago athletic club. And one of the things that you uh, shared with uh, the audience there is, uh, and I want to, I want to talk about and explore here uh, now, if we can, is there are four stages of the exit phase. I'll list them here and then we can come back and you can maybe elaborate on them for us. But the first would be exploratory. Uh, the second strategic. Uh, the third would be the execution stage. The fourth would be the transition stage. So walk our listeners through that, those four stages, if you might. I'd be happy to, Mark. The In the as I was doing my research for the book, I realized that I had to think through the whole process of an exit. As I said, I had we hadn't written about it before, except for this series that I'd done with Norm Brodsky. And I realized that when I looked at it, that there were actually different that that, you know, I had always thought of an exit as an event. Um, you know, I think most business people do. In other words, they look ahead and they say, oh, yes, at some point I'm going to exit. I have to exit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they don't even admit that. But um, it, it, it is more of a process is what is what we inevitably have learned as we've worked with so many business owners. If you profiled so many business owners, it is really a, a process. And that first stage would be the exploration of what are my options and what do I want? Correct. Correct. And most people, a lot of people there, there aren't a lot of people who actually do that because in the early stage, when they're building their business, their focus is entirely on having the business survive Mm -hmm. or having the business grow. They aren't thinking about the whole that there's going to be an end to this journey that there are that was another realization that i had that the exit is not an event in fact it's it and that we talk about building a business as if it's sort of a construction project but that's not a good metaphor because 
it's really more of a journey. Mm. And it's a journey like every journey with a beginning, a middle of the, and the end. Yeah, and the, 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 the end of the journey is not when you build a business. That's the middle of the journey. Mm-hmm. The end of the journey is when you leave that business. Yeah. And, yeah. and as we've talked about over the years, it's, uh, you, you know, w- w- are you leaving from something? Right. In other words, or, are you unhappy or are you going to something? Right. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I want to, I want to, I'm going to, we'll come back to that, that transitional stage, but the second stage would be st- strategic, right? So, and that's where we as owners and for our listeners out there need to learn to look at your business, you know, critically objective, be, be completely objective and learn to look at your business as a product and you're building into this particular product, your business, the qualities that would be attractive to another business owner or a third party, correct? That's correct. Of course, that that is the way every business owner should look at their business anyway. Mm-hmm. Forget about exits. You're going to build the best business, the most valuable business, if you are able to look at that business the way somebody who is thinking about investing in the business or thinking about buying the business would look at it because that allows you to see its strengths and its weaknesses and to correct its weaknesses. Um, yeah. And so really, when you put it in the context of the exit process, that's that sort of highlights that something that is going to happen anyway, that happens to everybody, which is, you know, they go about the business of growing their company. It it gives it, it gives a, a a way of looking at that process, which is, in fact, very important. I mean, I'll tell you what jumped out at me uh, a couple of different times. You say it in in a number of different ways, but one way in particular, you said, hey, the worst part of working on an exit plan is that, and this was the worst part, ladies and gentlemen, the worst part is your business will be fundamentally better as a result of these discussions because you are looking at your business objectively. You are looking at it through the lens of a third-party buyer, perhaps, and you're going to b- need to build elements into your business that will make inevitably you prouder of your business. And maybe it even functions better than it did before you started. Correct? Absolutely correct. Completely correct. Yeah. And um, then as, as a result of that, many of these men and women that are seeking to maybe explore exit planning, my, my experience, and, and you allude to it in your terrific book, Finish Big, is that they get recharged because it's not such a pain in the backside to, to lead and manage their business anymore. They've addressed some of the pain points and they can move forward. Yes. If you do it right, that will happen. And if you're lucky, that will happen. It doesn't happen to everybody, but it is something that you want to strive for. Yeah, that's very, I mean, that's very, very powerful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're joined today uh, by Bo Burlingham, author of Finish Big, uh, the namesake of our podcast, Finish Big how great entrepreneurs exit their companies on top. We're talking to Bo today about the four stages of the exit phase. Uh, we've covered the exploratory phase and the strategic phase, and we're getting to steps three and four, which would be execution and transition. And my question is, in the execution phase, this is the process that you go through to get the deal done. So when I think getting the deal done, I'm thinking maybe investment bankers, lawyers, accountants, et cetera. And the question that I have for you, Bo, is, is this the easier of these 
first three phases because to me the exploration the emotion what do i want what are my options am i ready to leave who am i etc in the strategic phase would be a bigger a, a, a more of a heavy lift if you will than getting the deal done your thoughts uh my thoughts are that if you're conscious that you're going through those stages yes most people are not mm-hmm. most people think of the exit as stage three when they talk about an exit they think Good point. okay it starts you know when you call up your lawyer your accountant or whoever and say i'm ready to sell the business and what do i do now and you need help doing that and for most people in fact if you if you go look for books on the exit most of them will really just tell you about the execution phase they won't tell you they won't go into the first and second which are you know, as we've discussed, very important. Mm. But if you haven't thought about uh, your exit at all until you get to a point where you say, you know what, I'm 60 years old and I've really got to think about the, about moving on or what's going to come next or, or, you know, something happens, you know, you get sick or someone in your family gets sick and you think, gee, I really have to, you know, do something about the business. That's, that forces you to start thinking about the exit. The yeah. exit was always going to happen. The question is, are you aware of it? You can be far down the exit road soon to execute execute a deal and not be emotionally prepared. I think that's the message that you're that you're relaying there to our audience and and That's sometimes true. sometimes you just get carried along in the current, right? And maybe the dollars and the excitement, et cetera, but not understanding all that's involved, including exploring what's important to you. And then the last stage here, this transitional stage of what am I going to do next, right? If I'm not my business, then who am I and what in the world is going to fill up my days? So in your book, you profiled a couple of individuals that their transition was quite rough. Yeah, there, there, there were a lot of people. In fact, it's much more common for it to be sort of a rough transition um, than it is for it to be totally smooth. Mm-hmm. I can think of a few people I know who had a totally smooth transition, but, and there was a reason for that. And the reason was they weren't just going from their businesses. They had a, other projects that they were eager to get to. Um, mm-hmm. and, and in that case, the, uh, the process of transit, in a sense, they'd already begun the transition. Yeah, because before. they knew they knew they were getting off one train and theoretically on another, right? And they, they had a limited exactly. time to address it and they were excited about what's coming down the road. So that transitional phase is key. The last part of our show in this episode, if we can, I want to explore the elements of a good exit. So, um, that, well, let me just interject here. Mark. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. The thing that people have to understand is that when they get in, if they're thinking that the exit is the execution phase, uh, in other words, if they think the exit begins for them when they call somebody up to get help to sell their business, they, they do need help from other people and they, you know, from a, a variety of uh, specialists, 
who can help them get through that process. But they need to remember something that's important, which is when the de- those all those people who they've hired to help them through this process, their job ends when there's a deal. Mm. And the so room empties. All, and the room all, empties, right? Right. All the people you're working with, it's all over. And the danger is, is that you think it's all over for you, but it's not. Mm. The, the, um, the they'll go on to another client. They, they've helped right. you, and now they're going to find somebody else to help. Correct. Uh, yeah. But you are still there. I mean, you haven't disappeared as a person unless you are one of those people who decides to die at your desk or to be carried out on a gurney, as one person I talked to (laughs) put it, which is okay. But even in that case, if you have not done the necessary preparation and you do get carried out on a gurney, what you leave behind is a huge mess. For all the people you care most about in the world, Mm -hmm. for your family, for your employees, for your customers, everybody close to you, what you're doing is dumping a big mess into their laps. And so I make the point that it's fine to have the attitude that you're going to just work until until you die. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that, but that doesn't let you off from doing the necessary preparations. I mean, amen. Amen right there. Ladies and gentlemen, Bo Burlingham. Uh, Bo, when I speak uh, regionally uh, in the Ohio and and Midwest, uh, I often point to the elements that you lay out and finish big of of what makes a good exit. And I just want to read them at a a high level because what what I preface them with is notice, ladies and gentlemen, how often the word money comes into play. So the first element would be that owners feel they've been treated fairly. The second would be that they owners feel that they have a sense of accomplishment. The third is that owners are at peace with what's happened to others along the way. The fourth is that transition. They've discovered a new sense of purpose outside of their business. And for some, perhaps the business might even be going on better without them. And then I circle back, and I'm going to ask for your comments here. It not one of the elements says I got every red nickel I could for my business, and that's what's made me happy. Correct? I would say that you've been treated fairly, and you've been compensated appropriately. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. that you've gotten. I mean, that different people can have different ideas about what that is. That's where the money part enters into. Sure. Compensated appropriately doesn't necessarily because when we work with our clients and as you profiled many in in finish in finish big and some of your other works is they had perhaps better offers, more money, but not really better offers that met all of their exit objectives is what we found out. Well, you're right. And and for example, it's not uncommon to get an offer, but the author involves um, laying off all of your employees mm. is that then you have a choice to make right moving the business out of the community right selling it and dismantling exactly. it for pieces parts right destroying exactly. your le- destroying your legacy pulling out of a community where you support 500 300 uh, families i mean these are all the things that go into it and that's why i think this book is so uh, significant for every business owner to read 
to determine what are the elements not only to be assisted by you and all your experience and all the contributors, other business people that have contributed to the stories of Finish Big, identifying what the elements are and what you need to be thinking about. I think that to me are the big takeaways within Finish Big. I agree. And once you begin, once you realize that when you start a business or you buy a business, what you're doing is embarking on a journey, then then you can approach this realizing, looking at the whole journey, realizing at any stage in the process, look, where am I in this journey? Um, and where do I want to go? Think if you think of it as a journey, you have some, when you leave, when you, when you, let's say you're, you're going to China or someplace, you, you want to know where you're going correct, <laughs> and, and what's going to happen there, or you want to have some idea at any rate. And that's really what this whole process is about. Excellent. I think that's a great place to, uh, just wrap up our episode today. What is the journey that each of you listening are embarking on? Uh, and take it from one of the best in the business folks, Bo Burlingham. Give some thought to where you are on your journey. Are you at the beginning, the middle, or the end? Uh, sometimes the end can come, unfortunately, faster than we'd like it to. Uh, but we do know, as Bo points out, that uh, having a plan, working with professionals, identifying your who's on your team, building into your business the elements of an attractive business, one that's valuable, transitionable, et cetera, are all the foundations of the book, Finish Big. And, and uh, again, Bo, I want to thank you for your time again today. You've been uh, such an inspiration to, uh, to me, a young business, middle-aged business guy, I should say now, <laughs> and many of my friends and clients over the years. And uh, Mark, let me yes. just add one thing to, sure. to really sort of sum up what you just said. There's a, there's a saying which people should probably write down and tack on their wall. Namely, you should run a business as if it's going to, as if the business is going to last forever, but you could sell it tomorrow if you had to. Hmm. Excellent. Run a business as if it's going to last forever, but you could sell it tomorrow, right? To whom and whenever you'd like, right? Right. Exactly. Great. Great. Bo Burlingham, thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our fifth episode of Finish Big, the podcast. We appreciate your time, and please pass the word along. You can find us on all the places where you find podcasts, iHeartMedia, Apple, Stitcher, etc. Our guest today, Bo Burlingham, author of the book Finish Big. Have a great afternoon and great holidays, Bo. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. You too. Take care. Thank you, Bo. Thank you, Mark. Now, Mark, real quick, how can people get in touch with you? Ladies and gentlemen, I can be reached at uh, mdorman at dla-team.com, or you can go to our website, legacybusinessadvisors.com, or you can hit me up on LinkedIn, Mark Dorman, D as in David, O-R-M-A-N. Thank you all for joining us today. Please like, follow, and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. We hope you enjoyed listening to Finish Big, the podcast with Mark Dorman from Legacy Business Advisors. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes are available. Learn more at LegacyBusinessAdvisors.com or call 330-350-5410.
Please be aware the information in these podcasts represent the views and opinions of our guests and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of legacy business advisors. The content is for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional tax or legal advice. Always seek the advice of your legal or tax professional with any questions regarding your specific situation.